That would be a funny segment. Tanner, I'm gonna show you my crush. Right now? Yeah. Like your current? My current one, yeah. I mean, so you would never go back? I would never go back. Bro, we haven't podcasted in a while. When was the last time? Like a month ago. Yeah. So do you usually do like two or three? So, yeah, we'll, we'll batch them like that. Yeah. This one, this one will have less of a weight, though. What kind of shenanigans did I get you into? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. What's going on, visionaries? Welcome to the newest episode of season two. Um, I'm gathered here with my boy, my friend, the Tanner Charles. Brother, yes. Tanner Charles, bro. <laughs> Loot Jin. If you gotta wanna find him legally. <laughs> you know how to spell it? Uh L U E T J E N. Yeah. Did I get it that's right? That's pretty good. This my, it's my, it's my, it. it's my medical brain. <laughs> but um yeah, quick word. Our boy Kevin. You know Kevin. Kevin Lazo. He's sponsoring today's episode, Wolf Code Detailing Co. So if you're in Tulsa and you want detailing on your car, like if you're going on a date, you can't be having a nasty car. So mm-hmm. hit him, Kevin. Uh, tell him you're coming from Vision Room and he'll give you a discount. So Kevin, we love you. But bro, welcome. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the Vision Room Social. I'm excited. We've we've talked about how we've talked about making this happen like months. Months, bro. It just never worked out. Either yeah. you were out of town or I was out of town. Facts. Uh, bro, how long would you? I, I we've been friends for how long? Two, two years. Two years. We can call it two years. Yeah, we can call it two years. So I just want I, I want to tell the visionary just I guess how our relationship started, um, and then we'll kind of go into the rest of the episode. But I don't know what you remember. I know what I remember, but you can go. He can Let's see. You go first. You go okay, first. Go, okay, so Tanner and I attend the same church, Battle Creek. We love you. Um, and you've met Andrew. Andrew also runs with our little like squad. But my intro to Battle Creek was, uh, I think, in fall of 21. Uh, there was a young adults ministry called the Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I got plugged in. And I was it was like my very, very first time. Like I, I didn't know anybody. Um, and uh, Tanner was one of the worship leaders. And Homeboy led... Uh, Scandal of Grace by Hillsong, if y'all have heard it. But, bro, you sounded, like, exactly like the track to me. <laughs> and immediately I was like, bro, this is my guy. This is my guy. Is that a so, good thing, though? I feel like that's not a good thing. No, you... Okay, you sounded like you, but it was amazing. Well, thanks. Yeah, bro. Um, I think as a worship bro, it's hard for someone to get through to me. And you did. So, mm. thank you for letting the Lord use you. Oh, I appreciate it. Your turn. I don't know what you remember. Well, so it's... I don't know. This whole, like, past two years, it went by so quickly for me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I feel like, was the creek going on a while before you got there? It was, like, on its way up. Okay. It had it had a moment. So it was, it was, it was, it was a downtown when you came, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I remember, I don't, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I don't remember the first time you being there. Yeah. But yeah. I just remember you being there. Like, and then one like, day just popped up. Like, yeah, it. and then, like, you kept coming, and then we somehow, like, got on the same page and started talking, and then, like, in the green room, everybody's hanging out and chilling and just, like, yeah, playing games and stuff. Yeah, but, we had a, we had a good squad. Yeah, that was a fun time. Yeah, so, uh, for perspective, for those listening, I'm pretty sure mostly everyone who's listening is from Tulsa, but uh, the Creek, we had, like, uh, I'm talking about, like, it was a forever ago, but it was, like, a, a, like, like a staple team, right? Like, mm-hmm. people that were there every week. So I would say that's when our friendship like flourished, like fall of twenty one to spring of twenty two, but just basically grow up, 
like got closer leading worship together, uh, similar friend group, and now we're running it here. So here we are. Yeah, bro. So uh, now we'll start the actual podcast. Um, that wasn't it. Uh, I mean, oh. technically, it's it's going live, so okay, someone's okay, going okay, to listen okay. to it. Uh, but first question is, uh, so you meet a stranger and they ask you what you do. How do you explain that the short version? Oof. That's a very complicated question for me. Yeah, how how would you paint, <laughs> how would you paint it? Yeah, um, I'm I'm in a weird spot of life where it's a lot of. I feel like I'm doing a lot of things. Yeah, but I feel like at the same time I'm not doing what I want to be doing. Yeah, um, like I, I'm leading worship at Battle Creek. <clears throat> I'm going to say that again. Yeah, you're good. I'm leading worship at Battle Creek like almost every week. Um, I'm basically interning there. Yeah. Um, under worship, Trey. Worship yeah. department, yeah. And so um, I just started getting contracted by them, but I'm also trying to make some other money on the side, just like valeting or doing whatever I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, what I really want to do is like be a songwriter. Yeah. Um, that can go many different ways for me. Um, yeah. Just because I love writing music in general, it's not necessarily one niche or genre. For sure. Yeah, but I, I think, I, Visionaries, I think that one, one of the main things I wanted to bring t- Tanner on is because dude is s- stupid talented, super genuine, but I think you you also paint that picture well. Like you're like in the middle mm-hmm. of getting to where you want to be. So I, I, I kind of want to get your brain on like like what goes on in your head or what you're like actively doing to push the pin forward you know because mm-hmm. it's not like you're, you're not just like sitting there you're like actively doing stuff yeah um i don't know it's scary yeah i mean i'm sure you know you're kind of doing that kind of stuff too yeah but it just feels like a lot of waiting a lot of patience um i kind of grew up thinking well honestly i mean i growing up i never even wanted to be in the music realm or do anything musically yeah. um but like ever since i did start taking it seriously like i had this goal for myself to either be successful or be famous by like 18 and like it was so That's unrealistic rare, but I was like I'm gonna do it and so once I got like past that point and I was like I hadn't done it yet um I kind of I became like super depressed and it was just like oh I'm not gonna be able to do this I'm going nowhere like this is like late teenager years 18 19 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um and it was like my mindset was oh if you're gonna become famous you have to do it while you're young because mm-hmm. no nobody old ever gets famous um, and That's I mean, a I don't, weird, <laughs> like some people barely start getting famous. Like, it's true, but it's not true. Like yeah. I always think back, like, you know, Laney, yeah. Paul Klein, like he started his band when he was like 21, but he didn't really pop off or anything until he was like 30. Yeah. And now he's blown up and yeah. he's doing great. Um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I, I want to take actually the, the, the timeline back a little bit. Cause, like I met you. And you were already, like, leading worship and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, where are you from, bro? Like, what did you want to do? Like, when did the music bug fight bite you? Because I know, like, now you're pretty decided that you're going to be an artist or yeah. would like to do that. Uh, but when the, when did that, like, get in your... Get when in did your, it click? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, you grew up in church, maybe? or Yeah, I grew up in church. Grew up in Tulsa. I've been here my whole life. Um, the church I grew up in, it was kind of just like the... I don't know the word for it, but you know what I'm talking about, where it's like you go with your parents, everybody's kind of wearing like their button-up shirts and their no. dresses. It, was, I don't, it's, it wasn't... Give me one song from Sunday morning. Oh, my gosh. It was, I mean, it's pretty much just hymns. It was just, you know... No. But, I mean, uh, yeah. what was I? What was I doing? Yeah, so you grew up kind of going to church with, with, the, fam- with the family. Yeah, um, but, I mean, I never really took it seriously. Never really had like a... 
I guess you said like a real relationship um, yeah. with Jesus. And you weren't into like music yet? Not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up, both my sisters sang. They were mm-hmm. in a bunch of plays and musicals and they're like still to this day incredible singers. Mm-hmm. Um, they just don't pursue it, I guess, as full time or as yeah. much as I do. Um, but yeah, I grew up, I knew I could sing. I loved to sing, but I always hit it. Um, I wanted yeah. to be just like Bruno Mars so, so bad. That's all I, that's I still, hard. it's still all I want. That's hard though, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I always grew up looking up to him. And if so, it was just like, I don't know, growing up, I never had a set thing that I wanted to do. Um, but as I got older, I was like, dang, I got to yeah. start figuring this out. Bro, in high school, were you like, like the singer dude? Like, like people knew that you did, and like when talent shows come around, you'd go hard. So no, not no. at all. Like no. even in high school, I would never sing. Um, I remember like my senior year, I did a musical, or I think I joined the worship team too. Like my senior year, um, and that was like the first time anybody really wow. heard me sing. And then that was when I started posting covers online too. So it's kind of like all at that one time. Just yeah. Um. So you you grew up with your parents in church, but what kind of inspired you to start? Because to start singing, essentially, because I guess your family did, but... Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anytime I get asked this question, it always just reminds me. So, my sister, Kelsey... Mm-hmm. Um, shout I'm, out if she Shout listens. out, Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, I'm the youngest of four, like, mm-hmm. by a lot. So, it's my oldest brother who's about to turn 31. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a big age gap. And yeah. then my... Kelsey's my oldest sister. She's 29. Mm-hmm. And then Jenna, my old, youngest sister, is 27. And then there's me, and I'm 21. So <laughs> That's a big gap, you know, bro. You basically grew up by yourself. Might have been an accident <laughs> there, some say. But, um, it was a gift from the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, Kelsey was always a big singer. And um, whenever I was in high school, she started leading worship at this church called Woodlake. Yeah. Um, and That's here? Yeah, it's here. It's on. It's in Bixby somewhere. Yeah. Um, and so I started going to the youth there, um, and I ended up getting really connected and involved there. That was also kind of during a time when I was in my <laughs> what's the word? How would you say it? Like your uh, wildin. My wild area. My wild area. In your your wild era. My wild era. That's yes. what he meant to say. Era, era. And you were like 16, 17. Yeah, kind of just doing whatever, partying, drinking, doing all the stuff. Illegally. <laughs> um, <laughs> what a youth. What a youth. What yeah, a what youth. a youth. Youths. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, at like 15, 16, 17, I wasn't at church or anything. And then my sister started going to that church um, and leading worship there. So I started kind of starting to go back. Um, and then she started, she became best friends with one of the worship pastors there and then kind of started talking to her about me. It was like, yeah, Tanner can sing. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not good. Yeah, right literally. Now. I would down, Like, I, I'm not interested in that. Like, you got to. I would try to downplay in any yeah. way possible. Um, but eventually they got me up there. Um, and, like, I wanted to do it. Yeah. But, like, inside I was so scared. Bro, and this is, like, 2015, 16-ish? 16, probably. So, yeah. um, me, I'm just being Maybe a worship... 17. I'm just being a worship nerd. Like, I'm trying to think what era of, like, music that is. That. I mean, that's still probably at the height of, like, Elevation, I would think. Yeah, Hillsong. Obviously, Hillsong. Bethel, too. Hillsong, yeah. 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 Um. So, you get plugged in with the with the youth squad. Yeah, yeah so that was my first time ever singing on a stage, getting plugged in there. Um, 
And even when I started doing it, I didn't necessarily fall in love with it. I wasn't like, oh, I want to do this mm -hmm. for the rest of my life. Um, but it was kind of just like the older I got, the closer I got to Jesus and the more I felt like my heart changed and softened towards that. Um, and even during that time from ages 17 to 20 or 21 where I'm at now too, I also kind of grew into like the idea of music and it was something I actually could pursue and that I wanted to do. So I started like writing songs when I was like 18 or 19. I mean, they sucked. Yeah. They really sucked. You were barely starting, bro. They were so bad. You were and I thought they were great. Um, but um, yeah, so I started writing songs then. And so at first I was like, oh, I just want to be an artist because mm -hmm. still at the time I had Bruno Mars in my head. And I was like, yeah. I can do that. <laughs> um, and so I started writing all these love songs and they were just so bad and cheesy. Um, yeah. My love song writing hasn't, still hasn't gotten better. <laughs> no, we didn't talk about that. <laughs> but that's another story. Yeah. Um, and then... I ended up coming to Battle Creek in, it's kind of during COVID actually, or actually it was right at the end of COVID. I was going to ask what the connection was to Battle Creek because, yeah. Josh Herb. Yeah. Um, Our boy, but I'm trying to get him on the pod. Josh, dude. if Josh is for listening, you need to get on here. He's cold, dude. Josh will have a lot to add. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I was, so quick backstory, I'd grown up with Josh my whole life because mm -hmm. my older sister was friends with his brothers. Yeah, um, I think like she dated Josh. Or no, she dated one of his brothers though okay. for a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, Josh. Um, what was? Oh yeah, and then so, so Josh connected you. To Josh you. connected me. I mean, he. I don't know how we were just planning on hanging out because we hadn't seen each other in a while, and yeah. then uh, he was like, "Hey, I'm going to this church, Battle Creek. If you want to come," and I was like, "Sure." So it was just like a youth Sunday morning, I think. And bro, they go hard. Yeah, I saw Trey and Tim up there singing, and I was like. Okay. Like, I don't know why. It wasn't just because they were awesome singers. I was like, that's what I want to be. That's what I want to do. And, and I, after yeah. the time, for some reason, I felt like so called to just be at Battle Creek. Mm -hmm. Not even necessarily leading worship. I just wanted to keep seeing what they were about. Yeah. Um, so I started going there for a couple months. And then I ended up getting on the youth worship team yeah. with all of them. And then after a couple months of doing that, um, I somehow got connected with like the main worship leader guy yeah. who was in the main service and he, um, they asked me to like come start singing in there. Um, and so I've yeah kind of been going ever since. Bro, I like kind of like a side tangent, but at least as long as I've lived in Tulsa, um, I feel like relationships for me has been one of like the craziest like currencies of life. Not for sure. Not not because I'm trying to get opportunities, mm -hmm. but like genuinely loving you and being your friend and Trey and Andrew and all them. Like it's my community, but like I've like it just opens a lot of doors, dude. It's, like it's just it's just crazy how like how a childhood friendship with Josh, who you hadn't seen in X amount of years from yeah. now. Now, now you're like one of the main leaders on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, it kind of turned out crazy. Yeah. But I agree with you on that. I think, I don't want to say connections because then it makes it seem like a yeah, business re type. But relationships, yeah. Yeah, relationships and connections. It's just like being like creatives. I feel like we're the most relational yeah. slash emotional people there are. 100%. And so it's like we find like our life and our guy life besides jesus and god yes. like we get our life from them um and like building those relationships and having those deep intimate relationships whether they can give you something or they can't just i think the opportunity to get to pour into somebody yeah. and them back into you is more meaningful than anything 100 percent, bro like for me too also like uh 
like leading at church, like y'all can nationwide can tune into any stream, any church, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think for me, like there there could be more like stupid talented teams, but for me, like I would rather run with my friends and with my squad, like that that connection, that synergy of like the bros and the homies, like that, like praising Jesus together feels more fulfilling to me i don't know what your brain is on that like if you had to put a team together like don't name names but like <laughs> would you go the talent route or like the relationships route or both so i'm gonna say in between i think for me it's all about the heart kind of mm-hmm. just behind it whether you're obviously this could sound mean nobody wants to hear somebody up there screeching screaming <laughs> while even though it could be the purest form I've of worship ever but <laughs> do you think they were like really worshiping no, they were being a distraction. Okay, okay, okay. Well, yeah. anyways, I don't know. I think for me, it really just comes down to the person's heart and like the whole why behind they're doing it. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, like you said, there's thousands of people who can sing their faces off. Yeah. They're so good. Um, and tons of worship leaders are amazing singers and artists. But like at the end of the day, it really just comes to why are they doing it? Are they up there because they want to be heard? Or are they mm-hmm. up there because they want to praise Jesus and they want to lead people to an encounter with him? That's good. And so I think that's the biggest thing for me. That's good, bro. Um, bro, so uh, one of the, one of the points I wanted to hit um, with you coming on is uh, obviously see you, you post like originals and mm-hmm. you post stuff, but it's not necessarily like Jesus stuff. It's like love songs or like just creative stuff. And I feel like you kind of fill this role beautifully of like there's there's i kind of named her named her before we went live but like holland i think is a good picture of of that of like she's an artist and her her music's like life-giving but it's not necessarily worship music Mm -hmm. um so i kind of want to get your your mind on it because like i think most frequently you just happen to sing worship music but if you were just left to your own creativity it'd be something else so like kind of where you would see that going or where your brain is with all that stuff yeah um so i do definitely see myself kind of going multiple different directions with it um but as kind of like a starting out artist or like an emerging artist i feel like it's difficult to get started when you're trying to go in so many different directions so yeah like you'd have to be doing gigs yeah and so i did finally um not settle down on a topic or a genre but like um i've been working on this song with um brandon benjamin from victory he produces all their stuff um and um it's it is basically a worship song um i mean i i think you could also hear it and take it not as a worship song and maybe take it as a love song as well i mean you'll know when you hear it uh the brandon lake vibes like it can go either way brandon lake's another huge inspiration um but yeah, I just I love writing music and I love writing worship music, but I love writing pop songs. Um, really, anything I can get my hands on, if, yeah. if I can write it, I just want to do it. Yeah, I think um, at, at least for me, bro. Like, I feel like some musicians or creatives feel like we have to fit a lane. Because um, I, I think for you, not I, I, it'd be cool like hearing like a Tanner love album, but also seeing you feature on like a Battle Creek worship mm-hmm. thing. So yeah. that'd be like the best of both worlds but i think because because we're in church culture it's kind of hard because i can't push the boundary too hard secularly yeah. not that i want to but i can't be like talking about crazy stuff you know and also trying to be on a worship album so like i guess it's a little bit of a balance but it, it'll flow out of 
what your life genuinely is. So. I mean, yeah, I think as long as you're surrounded by people who know you and know your heart and I mean, no matter what you do, whether you're famous or you're not, like if you put out something or say something on social media, yeah. there's always going to be somebody who's like, you're wrong. Or why'd you say that? And just like, it gets annoying, but it's like at the same, at the end of the day, you just have to know who you are and your heart behind it. And sure. I think it just really comes down to that. For sure. Bro. So, so right now, uh, like if money didn't matter and stuff, what, what could you see yourself doing? Like working at the church or like being an artist? Like if, if like they just gave you free reign, like you get to do whatever the heck you want. Like what would you be doing right now? Mm, that's a good question. So you said money wasn't like, like money's option. not a factor. Like you just get to choose to do like what you want to do. Honestly, yeah. I don't know if this answer will surprise you. I don't think it will that much. I think I would like be a worship artist. Oh yeah, like Brandon Lake Lane type. No, vibes, that's fun. Pretty much. No, I, I like that. Uh, so like my answer would be similar, but I I don't. One thing I admire about you is that you have the boldness to like be Tanner. Like me, I would rather be part of like an entity. Like, like you know how John Saul is like part of Elevation yeah. Worship, but like he, I think he's gonna come up with some of his own stuff. He's, oh really? He's, I didn't know that. He's my own. He's he's my guy, but like. I'd rather be, like, one of the main dudes of a bigger thing. Well, see, I would love to do that, too. Yeah. I think that would be super cool. And honestly, could see myself eventually, like, moving into that or even liking that better because it's just, like, you're not alone. Yes. You have a whole team of people and friends and family around yeah. you. Um, There's pros and cons, though, because, like, uh, if you're an artist by yourself, like, your creative realm is, like, it's all you. Mm-hmm. It's all you. It's but, scary once you dive deep into there. Yeah. Uh, um, bro. So I we're gonna we're gonna reach like the halfway point of the pod. I'm gonna show you a picture. Okay. I've talked to you. I warned you about this. <laughs> I've warned you about this. So we we've kind of established at this point, visionaries, Tanner Group, a church, artist. Bro, y'all need to y'all need to hear this this boy. But um, I'm gonna show you a picture. You're gonna just raw react, and Nate will put it on the screen so people can see what we're talking about. Does it need to be censored at all? It does or, not. Are we good? No, okay. we're good. <laughs> what you that one picture do it? the way that camera literally like my nose is so huge the camera just makes me look like a little boy that looks like tanner luchin bro <laughs> that does look like tanner luchin right there <laughs> but what were you doing oh gosh um so where do i start with this i don't i don't know bro i i don't want to this is a tanner episode but this just it's real it's in your life it happened so you just don't, we'll, I'll just get it out there. I'll do the. I'll do a quick start, and then we'll get to that. Yes. I went on American Idol. It's out there. Everybody knows. Everybody um, knows. That's the name of the episode. If you would have told me like a year ago I was gonna get to do it, I'd have been like, "Oh no way!" I have so many questions. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna let you go, bro. So, what happened? Basically, um, I've been posting my singing videos and covers on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then one of the casting producers for American Idol like DM'd me. Um, was like, hey, would you be interested in auditioning? If yes, then you can hop on a couple Zoom calls with me and we'll practice some songs and I'll get you ready. And then um, I'll send you straight to like the executive producers. Because usually how it works with a regular American Idol audition is you sign up for like an open call, whether it's virtual or in person, then you have to go through like six rounds so you can actually get on the show. Um, But since I went through him, I got to go like to the last round 
right before they tell you if you get to go audition for the real judges. Um, and so I did that and then they were like, yeah, okay, cool. We want you to come out here. So I flew or they flew me out to Nashville. Um, me and my girlfriend Delaney. How long ago was it? Uh, that was October of oh, 22. That's fun. Yeah. Okay. So the show fly aired February. Five. You and Delaney at Double Photo. That's at at Double Photo. Yep. Yeah. She's gonna be popping off pretty soon. So yeah. get her while you can now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I brought Delaney. Um. Was so nervous going in there. Um. Because it's like, it was like. The hardest. I didn't know that this. Oh, sorry to interrupt you, no, you're bro, good. but the, I didn't know that this opportunity basically came finding you. Yeah, yeah, which because you were just like being, I don't know, maybe faithful or you're being consistent, mm-hmm. like posting stuff. Uh, but for at least me as your friend, I think for me, like I, I know it, it it went the way that it did, but I I admired it a lot that you were like this is a huge step, bro. Like a lot of people talk about it, a lot of people like think about it. But you actively like went and freaking did the thing. Mm. So it's scary. It was very nerve wracking. You're like, bro, it's a national platform. That's so scary, dude. Yeah. I mean, honestly, for me, that wasn't even the scariest thing. It yeah. was like once you get in that room with like Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, and Luke Bryan, it's just like you see them and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like they don't even look real. They it, look fake. It looked like you're like in an AI simulated. Seriously, like, it felt like a dream and it went by so quickly and I sounded so bad in my <laughs> audition. Bro, I, was I was so nervous. Sh- Dude, I was shaking for you watching the TV, bro. Literally. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was. I was like the when the my the day my um audition like, aired on TV, I didn't sleep at all the night before just because I knew it was coming. And I was like, <laughs> I know I sounded so bad. <laughs> And so I was like, the world's literally about, like, the first time the world hears me, this is what they're going to hear. And I was so mad about it. They had to hear something. Yeah, but I just... You made it. I would give anything to make that not be the first thing they heard. Because in my opinion, I I sounded very bad. It it was mostly because I was so nervous. Um, I get, like, I get that. So so where was Delaney in that, that part where, like, you run out and then you get her? So Delaney was planned slash unplanned. So yeah. basically, I went there. You're supposed to have three songs um, to sing. Just, like, two is backup, one is your main. Um, so I had the first song I sang was a song called Colorblind. Mm-hmm. Just a cover. Um, and then the second song was a song I wrote called Golden Eyes. <laughs> I thought I thought you were doing Golden Hour by Jake, bro. See, like, I actually wrote that before that song came out. And yeah. so many of the comments were like, oh my gosh, this kid's just copying Jake. Like I was like, no, if anything, no, I love Jake, so that's an awesome song. So yeah. um <laughs> So you you had the two the, the original song that you played on the keys, yeah. Yeah. Um and I didn't necessarily plan to bring Delaney in there, but like I, I knew at the end of the day, it's American Idol, it's reality TV, and I knew they'd like it if I did. Yeah. And so I sang my first song, and they were like, okay, we want to hear more. And I was like, okay, well, um, I've got this song I wrote for my girlfriend. She's actually here with me. And they were like, oh, my gosh, really? And I was like, yeah. I was like, can I run out and go get her? And then they were like, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> was that exactly how they were? <laughs> literally. Like, they were screaming. Like, Katie was like, oh, my gosh, it's so cute. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we definitely played into like the young love thing. Yeah, yeah. It's part of me now, not that I regret bringing Delaney cause I love yeah. Delaney and it was yeah. so fun to like share that experience with her. But like part of me now kind of regrets leaning so much into like the gimmick the story. Like, yeah, literally the story and not leaning as much into like just me as a singer and as an artist. Mm-hmm. 
It's just something I wish maybe I could have changed. Yeah. Um, but in regards to that picture, they had us like in this, it was like this booth. After you make it. That was, yeah, that was right after. Literally the second you get your ticket, they rush you to interviews and yeah. more pictures and promos. Um, literally every day. It was like eight to 10 hours of interviews and pictures you had to take. Bro, I thought, for some reason, I thought that they would like, this is a weird thing to observe, but that they would like dress you or something. And I was mm. like, I've seen that sweater, like, last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably wore it at church, like, the week before or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I thought that they would be like, well, just pick whatever you want to wear and eat whatever you want to eat. But it was more like... I mean, so that's one thing they are good at is, like, just letting you be you in a mm. way. I mean, they want you to be you, and they want you to be your most authentic self. So... Like, just you go in there, you can wear whatever you want. I could have walked in there with, like, my shirt off or my, <laughs> I'm not going to, yeah. But, like, and they probably would have been like, oh, yeah, this is great TV. <laughs> like, literally, they just want something that's going to get the people to watch, whether mm-hmm. it's a love story or some crazy weird dude. Yeah. Or, like, the pants on the ground guy. They yeah. love that. Dang. Um, um, yeah, bro. So, you, you go through that process, right? You end up staying for how long? Like? Thing where because you you make it right the first round yeah Nashville was the audition you and, make it past that and then after that what's the commitment like after that uh so my audition was in October and then right after that it was Hollywood Week which is in December so we got like a little month in between the prep mm-hmm. um and going into Hollywood Week it was I was so I felt so ready um had all my fits picked out you're like you're like I'm, I I made it I got my chance seriously I like, was yeah. happy there but at the same time I was like I know I can get farther mm. um and so even going into Hollywood week I did my first performance I sang a song called Yours by Conan Gray um, it was just me and the piano up on the stage like singing for everybody like all the other contestants and the three judges and like I killed it like yeah. I just, I was so happy with how I did like I started like tearing up after and I was yeah. like yes finally um and, like, I got a standing ovation from, like, yeah. Katy Perry and all them. And I was like, okay, I'm set. I'm good. Yeah. Um, Dang, dude. And, like, I had all the producers, like, in the interviews been like, yeah, they love you. Like, we think you're going to go really far in this competition, so we need to get more, a bunch more interviews with you for later stuff. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So they were taking me back for interviews a lot more than the other contestants. And I was yeah. like, okay, this is a good thing. Yeah. And then um, the duet round is right after that, like, two days later. And... I get paired with this girl named Caroline Cole. She sang some, she sang a Katy Perry song on there. Um, and she was great. She was super nice. Um, That's hard, bro. Yeah, she had a fun personality, but I think we just didn't necessarily mesh voice-wise and musically. And I wish I, I'm not going to say that. I think the song choice wasn't perfect for mm-hmm. me. It was a lot better for her than it was for me. Yeah. And so we did the duet. It felt weird. Even during it, I knew it felt weird. Yeah. Um, and they didn't say anything else to me. Like, they, they judge you right after you sing. So they'll be like, you're going home or you're not, or you're both going through. Um, and she just, like, Katie looks at me, and it she's like, Eddie. Tanner, you're going home. And I was like, okay. Ouch. Cool. Okay. I'm giving up on my dreams now. Don't talk yeah, to me. Seriously. I was, yeah, I so. was, I wasn't mad, but I was more confused just because of what everybody else, like, producers, everybody else had been yeah. telling me. So I, I guess, like, I, 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 I knew this story but i think uh, i wanted to hear a little bit of what was going on inside of like um how do you process that how do you come back from that like i think because i i've been in a place in a situation where i was maybe judged not i was not on american idol do not look it up it's not it's not a thing (laughs) 
But I've had, like, people I respect be like, yeah, it's not it. And I spiraled. Like, I just was like, okay, well, then if this person I respect says that I'm not doing this, then I'm, I'm probably not good at this. And I just, it just, it was a hard thing that God had to redeem for me. But for you, that's a different level of, like, judgment and, mm -hmm. like, exposure and stuff like that. So I feel like you've handled it healthily. Uh, I, I I know we all have insecurities, at least when it comes to, like, music and stuff. Um, but, yeah, just let us in on a little bit of the the emotion and, like, the what was going on, bro. Yeah, no. Um, so literally right after I got told no, um, they do everything so quick. It was, like, 10 minutes after I got told no, I was on a plane. <laughs> on a, almost. I was on a bus back to the hotel, and then they had already booked my flight for the next morning. Um, they're quick that with is it. Cold, yeah, bro. they have no mercy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was pissed at first, kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Hollywood week, did you get to take your family? No, it was, it was just, just me, yeah. yeah, which I honestly liked because I was able to make so many friendships there with like all the other contestants. Like, mm -hmm. one of my really good friends, Megan, she got second, yeah. Um, and she's like a Christian worship artist as well, oh, kind of country too. But was it the, the this one was it? Ian Tongi season, right? Yep, Ian won. Which, to be fair, like, in Hollywood week, he was singing all the time for fun, like, while we were winning. And, like, when I heard him, I was like, yeah, he's, he's going he's gonna to win. <laughs> <laughs> I literally knew. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I was pretty upset, um, especially when I got home. I kind of felt like... What am I doing? Yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't know what to do now. I felt like I had... Like, not only let myself down, but I let my family down just because I was like, oh, yeah, I can do this, and then I can start my career. Mm -hmm. um, and it took me, like, a month or two to kind of get out of that headspace. I felt like for a while I was kind of depressed, and I was just like, should I even be doing this? Like, is music something I should be doing? And yeah. I kept on praying so much about it. Um, and I don't know, like, what you said, if you have somebody you know that tells you you shouldn't be doing this or, like, yeah. you're not good enough... I mean, it's going to sound stupid. It's hard, bro. It's hard, bro. But it's really just like what you do with that information. Like, I'm going to keep going, honestly, till God tells me to stop. And yeah. so people can say anything they want. I mean, yeah. luckily, I'm not getting like a ton of, you need to stop or like, you shouldn't be doing this. But like, I'm going to keep going till I feel like I should stop. For sure, bro. And I think outside looking in, like you're, you're super aware of your situation. But I think for the general public, like, it's super respectable and super like, dang bro like you freaking did it like you went and like that's further than like 95 percent of singers in the country would have done or have done bro and uh like for me just as a friend to you dude like i admire that you're still like super present at church and still freaking chasing the dream and this uh, i think it's something that i i relate to a lot because um as musicians and dreamers slash visionaries i think the biggest thing is to like keep pushing through a lot of that stuff because i mean you know my story you don't you know stuff that i've gone through and mm -hmm. it's like uh like i'm still not quite where i want to be yeah and there's t still times where i'm like what the heck am i doing <laughs> and it's like why am i spending all this time and resources on this uh but i think i think we'll get there bro like yeah. I, I see a lot in our, our friend group is like I, I, I think we'll we just gotta keep showing up bro we're all growing up we're all like building something together but um, I believe in you, dude. So I, that's I think that's something I've actually been learning a lot recently uh, is to, like, be present 
be faithful and kind of just obedient and okay with where I am right now in the present. And it's like, if I'm here right now in Tulsa, then God wants me here. And if I'm not here in six months, then God had other plans for me. And it's like, I've spent so much time just worrying and like literally staying up so late, not being able to sleep. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, I don't know what to do now. I don't know what I'm going to do. My parents want me to go to school, but I hate school. (laughs) I can't do that. I can't become a business major. That'd probably be the death of me. Yeah. Uh, I tried it. It did not work. Um, but yeah, I think just being faithful. Where'd you go to college when you did? So I did a year at TCC my freshman year because it was free. And then <laughs> I was like, I hate school. And I was like, well, maybe if I go to a school I might like, I'll like school better. So I went to ORU for a year. <laughs> and then I forgot you went there, yeah, bro. I practically like flunked out. <laughs> um, and then I was like, all right, I don't think this is for me. And that's kind of when I started fully pursuing music and mm-hmm. worship and ministry. Yeah. But yeah. Dang, bro. This, I feel like I went on a little bit of a roller coaster. It's been a lot. Yeah, um, bro. So, um, I guess what what advice would you would you have for uh, like, I guess people that may be somewhere similar to you, like stuff that you're learning right now um, about like pursuing the dream, about staying consistent and still like, because I feel like you're still trying, dude. Like mm-hmm. it's not it's not like uh like you found out that college wasn't for you. Yeah, and all this stuff, but. I guess, like, what what life would you speak into someone that's maybe in a similar space that, that you're in? Like, um, how, how, I'm trying to find a better way to explain it. I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I'll kind of go back into what I was saying before. Um, the biggest thing I've learned, and I feel like the biggest piece of advice I can give people who are in a similar stage of life as me, mm-hmm. is to really just be faithful in the present, I think. That's good. Um, it's so easy to get caught up in what you could be doing or what you want to be doing that you're missing out on all the things you could be doing right now. And so, Bars. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I, yeah, I really did. I just wasted so much time worrying and yeah. it really got the best of me. It affected me mentally. It affected me musically, honestly, mm-hmm. too. Like the songs I was writing, they weren't songs I wanted to write. They were songs that I thought would do well and they weren't yeah. actually me. If yeah. that makes sense. Um, so I think just be you, know what you're doing, um, but also like learn to hear the voice of God and be able to trust that. That's good. I thought you were like, I'm coming on the voice now. I'm like, hey. <laughs> uh, special announcement. Yo. No, no, no. Uh, bro, thanks for coming on the pod, man. Yeah. Um, how can how can people find you? Give us your give us your stuff. What is my Instagram name? I think it's at Tanner Charles Official. Oh, yep. It's at Tanner Charles Official. On Instagram. You had to change it, right? Yeah, Idol made me change it. It was like Tanner Charles 02 or something before, and they were like, numbers don't do well. And I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 I'm sorry, bro. Hold on. I know we have to bounce a little bit. Um, I was just curious. How did you handle, like, the slam on social media? Because, like, American Idol, like, collab reeled with you. So, like, bro, I, I don't... How, how did you handle that? Like, there's so many DMs. All your local friends... A bunch of national people trying to get a hold of you. Yeah. Um, it was like, you know, like when people say you kind of find out who your real friends are. Yeah. Like, I feel like that was a definitely interesting time because I, people I hadn't talked to in years or like I knew didn't want to be necessarily friends with me. Yeah. When they heard that I was on American Idol, they were like, <laughs> hey, bro, we got to catch up sometime. So proud like, of and I was like, some of them, I'm not going to lie.
Whoops. It's all good. It's all good. I was heated, bro. Maybe that's a sign we should stop. No, no, no. This is good. Um, Yes, yeah, some of them were just like trying to get me to hang out and I haven't talked to them in years and they never showed like any sign of wanting to be my friend before. And so like, if I'm being honest, like I didn't respond to some of them and yeah. maybe that wasn't the right choice. But like at the same time, I was like, it's respectable. I think that I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Though. Like if you don't want to be friends with me, then I don't want to be friends with you just because you want to be friends with what I've done. Bro, I know I know we have to leave it a little bit, but I I feel like that would open a whole other can of worms of like people reaching out to you when they see that you're doing well. Cause it's Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean it, I mean it's happened to me. Like I've had people that um I I think for the most part I don't stir bad blood with people, but for sure like any person, like we're not perfect. There's people that we're <laughs> gonna do wrong. Um and so I've through the course of me move in and the podcast and all that. I've had random situations where people were like, hey, bro, I was thinking about you randomly. I was like, bro, I've not talked to you since 2018, my guy. Yep. Like, so it's just weird, but you were faced with that reality like very fast. I'm just like... It was weird. I mean, I'm glad it happened though. Yeah. Because like, even before I went on Idol, the people who knew, um, I was kind of able to just build my community and like my small group of friends who I really yeah. trust. Because um, I think that's one of the most important things you can have but i think bro for for myself too like i think you went kind of mia for a little bit trying to yeah process everything so i think the the people that um actually had your number and would actually see you with life like that's the people that like love you dude Mm -hmm. like that we're able to still like there was grace that even though you were like handling everything like we're still like once the the hype of that died down we're still around for you yeah so sure yeah surround yourself with good people Keep receipts. <laughs> Keep receipts. <laughs> All right, bro. So Tanner Charles official. Um, maybe catch him at Battle Creek Church. This yes, worship. Yep. If you want this to Sunday. This Sunday. Or, yeah. We we most I, Sundays. I would say we run it together at least once a month. At least, yeah. At least once a month. So us, Andrew, Trey. I'm trying to get Trey on. And then I should have my song out in the next month or two. Uh, so we're filming this in early June. So you want to say July-ish? I'm going to say, late. I would think late July. Late July, early August. Follow me on social media. And he'll keep, you, he'll keep you updated. <laughs> Bro, thank you for coming on. Thanks for Vis- having me, yeah. Visionaries, we love you. We'll see you later. Tell me who you know that brings hope to the things that were hopeless. Master to the pieces that's broken. Only want to change your life in a moment. Only one. Look, yeah. I can feel the blessings coming after me. Practicing my faith and staying strong so it don't